Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another broadcast of Obstruction to Justice. I'm Ann Moles, and thanks for joining today. Now, today, on Obstruction to Justice, just to kind of give you an overview of the format, we talk about uh, relevant news topics of the day. Uh, we talk about different political uh, political issues and um uh, just just uh, topics. But of course, one, one of my favorite topics to talk about is business. Okay. So feel free to chime in and with your comments and uh, of course your questions and, um, you know, anything you want to chat about today, we're going to be sharing or talking about uh, business plans. Now, business plans are of course, uh, relevant to anyone that's doing anything <laughs> when it comes to business. Now, you wouldn't think of a business plan being important, um, but you can even think of a business plan being important even in your household, you know, because you, you plan for events, right? So that's kind of a, a mini business plan. Uh, you're planning for an event, you're planning for a vacation. So business plans really go a long way. But in particular, we're going to talk about business plans that um, uh, for small businesses or medium-sized businesses, business plans in general. Uh, that's what we're going to chat about today. Uh, we're also going to talk about market research and how important that is. Uh, I think that what happens when it comes to business plans or the idea of business, period, uh, we look at businesses and we wonder, well, which ones are going to be successful and which ones aren't and not as successful. Now, the whole idea about business, the purpose of business, of course, is to create customers. So you want customers. That, that's what this is all about when we're talking about business. And uh, we're going to dive into to that and uh, kind of do a great uh, overview of what the market research plan uh, would look like, too, within your, your business plan. So that's super important. And then we're going to chat about um, uh, Power BI. So Power BI is a great application that... Uh, one would use when you're looking at analyzing the data that you've pulled together for your market research or any type of data. So as far as a business is concerned, business, you can think of data as being, oh my goodness, your your customers per se. So the data on your customers, the data on your sales events, the data on your marketing events, uh, the data, data itself, you know, what is it that you found? What is it? Who are you marketing to? What is it that you found as far as your sales are concerned? So uh, Power BI is a great tool to, to make that happen. So we're going to chat about that too. Now, before, before, before we get and dive into that, I do want to share 
Um, I found it interesting. Now, this is uh, this is pretty new uh, in that we're looking at what needs to be done now since we've been dealing in uh, and working in, in a COVID society, and this is worldwide. Uh, there is a hospital, Mercy Springfield, that's going to require all current future workers to get vaccinated against the COVID-19 virus. So that is uh, big news. And there's an article out there on uh, the website for KY3, the place to be. So that is sounds like a local broadcast station there in Springfield, Missouri. And uh, this article is written by uh, a couple of the staff people there. And it was published, yes, actually today, uh, this morning, about five hours ago. And what it's saying is that uh, Mercy Springfield will be requiring all current and future workers to get vaccinated against COVID-19. And they announced it, um, announced that September 30th is going to be the deadline for vaccinating all employees. Those who, who refuse to get vaccinated could uh, possibly face termination. Now, the thing about vaccines, I don't like getting into the debate of whether or not a person should get vaccinated or shouldn't get vaccinated. Of course, uh, you know, some of some of us believe in, okay, well, we're going to just kind of wait it out, get through, let our immune systems get built up and fight the disease. And and COVID has been really kind of a, a, a nasty animal right there. It has really taken a lot of people out. And, um, so the thing about it, should you get vaccinated or shouldn't you get vaccinated? That's really left up to your person. Now I thought about this and you can chime in and if you want and, you know, share your feelings about it, what your thoughts about it. But, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, as an international traveler, right, I'll get on a plane and go international, right? So as an international traveler, there are times where in some places where you go, you're required to get vaccinations. You have to get your shots before you go to some countries, right? Now, if it were about business and you're needing to go to a different country that required certain vaccinations, you would definitely get the vaccination, my guess. And even now in traveling to or vacation, vacationing in different uh, countries, I, I know that we had had a couple of uh, opportunities. We were going to go international and the country that we were going to required that you got a uh, COVID test or got your vaccination and then actually got a COVID test itself in that it would, to prove that you didn't have COVID. So you had to have a recent COVID test in order to prove that you didn't have COVID, right? So even in that, that's kind of where all of this is going. So if you were needing to travel internationally for business, my guess is that you would get the vaccinations for whatever countries you're traveling to. Now, if you're not going to travel internationally for business, then, 
you know, it still would be left up to you, even in the the um, going out and and going to vacations to certain countries. Would you get the vaccination or wouldn't you get the vaccination? Well, uh, even with your companies, the different companies that you work with or work for, I remember being on a working with the team and we were working on a contract and they were requiring, they wanted us, even though we were contractors to eh, contractors per se. I mean, we were working on a contract to make something happen, but anyone that came with uh, working with this company, they wanted everyone to get drug tested. So that was kind of a big deal, right? So personally, it, it wouldn't bother me one way or another. Um, I, I don't do drugs. <laughs> I think life is great enough as it is, right? So I like life, but, uh, and I kind of, I get high off of life, you know, the challenges and the ups and downs, the ebb and flows of life. But uh, what happened was the the team, we decided it's like, we're not going to, we push back on it. It's like, okay, well, that's going a little too far in that. Uh, you know, the drug testing. Hmm. So anyway, we pushed back on it. It, you know, it wasn't a big deal in that that particular company said, okay, we'll, we'll go for it. I don't know why uh, that company required that uh, or wanted to say, okay, you had to get drug tested. Everyone who works for this company gets drug tested. You know, that's a little much, but here we go. If you're going to work, this is your livelihood. And this, what is it about? companies, they'll say, okay, well, if you want to work here, you have to have this particular uh, vaccination. Now in school, that's uh, another thing, uh, our school system, I know that I remember going in and you couldn't go to school and your kids couldn't go to school without having certain vaccinations. Okay. Now we know that we're hearing all kinds of um, uh, backlash on what this vaccination is and and what the other vaccinations are about, like, you know, uh, measles, mumps, rubella, you know, uh, the different vaccinations, uh, childhood against childhood diseases. We would get those for our, our family members and they could go to school. They had to have their, their current vaccination records. Well, I don't know. You know, it's just something to think about. What do you think? And uh, if you want to share, go ahead and share. But, you know, like I said, if, if it were about work for me, traveling internationally, okay. Now, if I want to work as a contractor or work, <laughs> you know, because that's what we do business, we get contracts, we go in, we do the job and that's it, right? So if you're going to go in and do a job, but then that company is requiring that you get a COVID vaccine then where does that stand when it comes to businesses and, you know, small businesses, you know, uh, who, who can put the order out? Does a small business say, okay, well, you can't come and, and do our training or because you, you need the COVID shot. Okay. Well, and here's another thing too. The thing about business anymore and getting work done anymore, uh, there's remote we, there is the proven concept already that uh, you can work remotely. You don't have to be at a certain place. Now, I don't know if some of those jobs could be outsourced to where 
They could work remotely, some of them. Uh, of course, you, you know, nursing and all that, maybe some of those could be outsourced, you know, maybe just on the line, call a nurse, call a doctor. You know, that's an interesting thing to think about. At what point is it going to be required? Um, does it stop with the COVID vaccine? That's kind of the concern. I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. I'm not. But you think about the processes of how much, how much are Americans going to accept or take? You know, if your kids want to go to school, they have to be vaccinated going to public school. Well, this vaccination is a little different. It's not quite the same as the other vaccinations. You know, you just look at all of what, uh, where the society is moving, where America is going with that. So, you know, interesting thing. Uh, there's, of course, out there, you can go out there and, and check it out, uh, the different articles on that uh, concern and Springfield, Mercy Springfield is leading the way, but there's talk about other companies and other hospitals and places that are considering to do that. So what what's your business going to do? What's your take on it? That's something to think about if you want to chime in. Okay, so we talked about... Um, I talked about that, and I think that's an important thing to do. I want to go ahead and jump right in to, uh, let's take a look at this here. Let's take a look at the presentation today. The business plans and market research and Microsoft Power BI. Uh, one thing... I like to share what the definitions are. You know, I think that people have all, all kinds of thought processes about what things are when it comes to, you know, let's build the standard, right? Uh, a foundation about what we're talking about here. So uh, what is a business plan? Well, a business plan, now Wikipedia has a great great definition and investopedia has a great definition about what a business plan is and you know i just definitely would encourage you to go out there and do your research this is if you're going to be in business one thing you're going to have to to uh, definitely be good at that's research you're going to have to think about find out information and and take it to that level of of making sure that you get a real good foundational understanding. If you're going to play play the game or be on the playing field, you have to know uh, what the rules are and, and the jargon, the lingo, right? Uh, a business plan is a formal written document containing the goals of a business, right? So your goals, uh, the methods of how you're going to get there, attaining your goals, right? What are you going to do to make it happen? Uh, the time frame, and I think that's super important uh, to look at is the time frame and make sure you stick with it. Because one thing about time frames, it's like, okay, well, we write something down. How many of us say, okay, we're going to work on this project or that project. And a year later, the project still hasn't started yet. You still haven't worked on it. So the time frame definitely is important to be mentioned in your business plan. Uh, it's the time frame for achieving those goals. What is it? How much time you're going to take to do it? And of course, what is it that you're going to do to make it happen? 
And with it being, it has to be a written document. <laughs> it's not something that you can carry around in your head. You know, I, I think that if you want to grow or at least have some idea of where you are in business, it's a great idea just to make sure you write it down write it down. Uh, And another thing about writing it down in your business plans, keeping them documented, is that whatever management you have set in place, whatever uh, partner relationship you have set in place, um, it, it builds the standard so that you know that you're headed in that right direction. So if you don't write it down, that's, you know, you might have an idea, especially if you're in a partnership or even in management. We even, uh, with ASBNC Training and Consulting, we even have, uh, what is it, uh, our mission statement. And that's something that's popular too with business. Have a mission statement. What is it? the mission statement itself is so that you know what it is and everyone that works with you knows what the mission is. So when you get on those days and you're like, oh man, is this really happening? And you know, the days are kind of rough and you're, kind of prodding along or you see something else that uh, kind of catches your eye about veering in this direction or that direction when it comes to business opportunities. Well, if you have a good mission or vision statement, then that right there just makes it happen, right? You can refocus and and get in there and make sure that you stay focused on what it is that your business does, right? And of course, if you want to do some research and see uh, some other ideas about growing or building, expanding what it is that you do, then that's what the research does. You have a separate business plan for that, believe it or not. And then that way it gets you an opportunity to focus and really look at it. And everyone, it's a document to where you can uh, make presentations and have it on different levels to where others can can share in it and get an understanding about where the business is going. So it's definitely a written document uh, uh, detailing how the business, uh, you know, usually it's with startups. So that's the first thing, a business plan with a startup. Uh, business plan is super important. And of course, it de- defines the objectives and how um, how it's to go, how you're going to do go, what you're going to do to achieve those objectives. And it's like a roadmap. So um, if you if you kind of visualize it in in a roadmap or say, for instance, even with business itself, you know, you're you're wondering as a you know, a president of a company, a CEO, CIO, a COO, a director, managing member, if you're an LLC, you know, partner, you want to know what it is that you've visioned, what's been visioned for uh, certain parts of your business. Well, it's going to be in your business plan. So if you get out there and ha- and look at that business plan, you can actually go to the different parts of the business plan and, you know, feel comfortable about what's written there. Or if it needs to be revised, definitely revise it and make it happen. So it lays out, it's a written roadmap for the firm for marketing, financial and operational standpoints. That's a good one. So uh, it plans, it has, it's an important, it's used to attract investment. So 
if you are looking for outside investors for your company, investors, whether it's bank loans, whether it's venture capitalists, there's all different ways to fund your business. Then with your business plan, it it gives you that that uh, way of presenting what it is that you do. And with the other tools that we're going to share too, it's going to make sure that you're uh, focused and you can address any questions that you would have for any of those investors. So investment before a company gets started, it's established, you know, it doesn't have a proven track record. When you're a startup, you don't know what's going on, right? You just have a thought, a vision about how you can make the business happen. So that's what a business plan will do. It will give you that, that visual and that vision. It's going to answer the questions and predict how, uh, whether or not you're going to have a certain amount of uh, capital or resources at a certain time when you're expecting, because even there's a marketing piece in your business plan. There's a sales piece in your business plan. What are you planning to sell and when and what quarter? And then from there, you know, it will, it'll play out. And for those investors that say, Hey, I I want a piece of it. I want to invest in your business. Then you're, you're, you have uh, the documentation that's going to, to show that investor, hey, this is a good plan here. And they, you know, they would want to jump on the bandwagon and, and uh, help fund it. So uh, there are, um, every company needs a business plan. So when you think about business plans, just know that it's going to, it's going to be a, uh, relationship. So you don't just make or develop the business plan and just let it sit. So, <laughs> you know, some people do, some companies do. Uh, some some companies are so busy doing business that they don't have time to visit or revisit the business plan. And then when it comes to raising money, they scramble. It's like, oh, I need, you know, we need to do this. And, you know, what's the business plan looking like? And, you know, it's very important to to visit your business plan, take a look at it and see how it is. See if it needs to be revamped. Uh, But you're going to, I'm going to show you a couple of other things that you're going to want to do with it too. So your business plan isn't just uh, for startups, the initial business plan, the first part of it. It's also for niche markets, right? So your niche market business plan, uh, they're, they're all different types of business plan. You'll have your initial one, right? But because it's such a great tool, you'll get a chance to build other business plans under that business plan. And that's kind of how I file them, right? So I'll have my bus- the business plan as the primary, primary business plan, but then uh, there's other folders under there because there's other parts of what we do in the company and they have business plans too. So your niche market business plan. And uh, one thing about business plans, you can kind of think of them as being, um, well, someone says that there's four, four parts to it, but you have short plans, right? You have mini plans, uh, you have presentation plans or what we call decks. So, and I think those are kind of, uh, 
your presentation plan is something that you, maybe you would want to share with investors, right? So you'll have that together. And then working plans. That is huge. Uh, it, did you ever think about a business plan being a working plan, right? So how do you, that's what the deck is. And that's kind of an IT term too. Uh, decks are, oh, business plans are, what is it that you use to make a department or process what is it that you use? What applications do you use? What is your process there? And that's important too, because if you're looking at, um, you, you should revisit, you should visit your processes and applications and make sure that they're still valid. I remember working with one application. I had this application and I was investing in this application, spending money on this application. This, you know, ASBNC was just spending money on this application and it was just a dog. It, it wasn't, it wasn't what we needed. And I just, you know, we were just every month, just, you know, the subscription was there. And especially now that subscriptions are there, right, are available. Look and revisit your application subscriptions, your deck right? To make sure that they're even worth having. Because once I started analyzing, I'm like, yeah, we really don't need this app. It's it's not doing anything for us. But that's something that I was able to look at because of my working plan, my deck plan, right? So I saw what was there and going in and revisiting them uh, to make sure that you're just not just pouring money out the back door. You're getting money in and of course, you know, you're doing business, but then it's going out the back door on an application that is just not worth having. You know, you don't want to do that. Uh, so your working plans and another one, Another plan is a what if plan. What if plans? And that's that's cool. I mean, you can think of what if plans. Uh, no, what if plans? That just uh, that's a, a cool concept because that will kind of help you give a think tank opportunity to some of those. It's not really what it is that you're doing as far as your initial business plan, but maybe you want to branch out and see what other uh, opportunities are under your focus niche, right? So, you know, you have a focus niche there, but then there's some other opportunities or branches that can happen under what you're doing. So that's a really good place to do your what if, your what if business plans. Okay. Uh, just super, just super. So your business plans are super important. Uh, now good business plans should include an executive summary. Okay. So that's just kind of telling who, who, who's in the business. How is the business ran? Uh, what, uh, what levels of management do you have? And that's the initial business plan. And of course, when you get that, then you can carry that information over to the other types of business plans because, you know, the deck business plan or the working business plan, you'll already know who the uh, resources, who the people are that make your company, you know, makes it go, you know, 
the people that that make it happen. Uh, products and services is something else that would be addressed in your business plan. Uh, yeah, one thing about um, service industries, and I found this to be real helpful, uh, even though you may be a pr- primary service industry or service type of business, try to get a product, try to sell something, right? A product itself, because that, even though it's not something that's part of the primary business, it still helps along in business, right? Uh, The marketing strategy and analysis, that is huge, right? Because what, especially when it comes to business, you don't want to make sure that you're marketing to the right market, target market. You know, you want to make sure that what you're wanting to do, that your business is, is geared towards it and that it, there's a, a, a beefy enough market to where you can get some of the pie, you know, get a piece of the pie, is it going to be relevant um, for what you're wanting to do? So a market, a target market is going to be addressed in this marketing strategy and analysis piece in your business plan. So that's important to do. Of course, the financial planning. Yeah, that's going to be super important because that's kind of like where where your sales are. Uh, I marketing and strategy analysis. Okay. Uh, that's how I'm going to do it. Who needs to be, uh, focused? Who's my focus group, but then financial planning, I want to definitely sell it. So what's the plan for selling this service? What's the plan for selling the product? Hmm? If you're a product-based business and of course a budget, so if you start out with a, a budget that uh, once you've done your, your business plan, you can, it walks you through to where budgeting is super important because if you're going to take your, all of your capital and your startup costs, those startup costs are going to be very important to, to stay focused on because say, for instance, you have startup costs and most of your startup costs is being ate up by uh, by a building or a uh, space to where you can actually do business out of the space. Well, if you uh, do that, then how long, how long are you going to have to be in business uh, with the current capital that you have before you have to start looking at, um, you know, how long is that money going to stretch? Right. So budget is super important. And I know that even in households, people don't like the term budgets. They're like, ah, I want to do what I want to do. I don't want to deal with the term budget, but budgets in your business plan, that's going to help you stay focused and give you an analysis of how long you're going to stay afloat uh, with the current capital that you have and even with the projections. So those are just projected numbers. Keep in mind. So if you look at your business plan and the budget is there and you only have a budget, your resources, financial resources are only going to hold above water for 90 days, then 
you're kind of in trouble there because what is it about business? Business, it, you know, they say that it takes about five years for some businesses to even start making money and some of them are 10 years. So that it's still a long discussion and budgeting is going to be important. So if you only have 90 days worth of resource for your building, maybe you should try or see what you can do within your business plan, your working plan, part of the business plan and see whether or not it's something that um, you can cut back on. Go remote. Uh, that's something that we did very early on in our business, ASBNC training and consulting. We we went remote very early on. Uh, we stayed in a turnkey. Well, we had our uh, one particular style of office and and it was cool. But then it's like, uh, we can really do this remote. So everything went mobile. Uh, the the travel went mobile, the the um, computers, whatever, everything went mobile. So we would actually go to different locations and set up and do the training. That was another popular thing to do. But then um, it went remote. So the evolution of what your business is all about, what can you do to kind of look ahead. That's something about a business plan, right? You want to look ahead. You don't want to just go for it for now, right? You want to kind of see what's coming down the pipe. And that's what entrepreneurs do. That entrepreneurial spirit is about, okay, well, this is how we're doing it today. But what, what, what about tomorrow? What What's coming down the pipe to where this particular type of business that I have can be done or will be done differently? Mm, okay. So that's what a good business plan is. Let's, uh, I'm going to go out and we're, the market strategy part of this is really uh, the niche market part of the business plan uh, takes you to, uh, well, before we jump into that, let's think about, talk about some resources. Now we're talking about business plans and, you know, there's all kinds of ways to get your business plan started. Now there's no easy way to do it. I'm just going to tell you that some, it's a thought process. You have to put some time, put some thought into what it is that you're going to do. What is your business going to do? And think about every single part of it. Now, business plans are good for whether you are not for profit, uh, whether you are uh, for profit, it doesn't matter. It's just a good thing to have. So it's going to take time. Now, as far as your resources are concerned, where can you find a you know business plan templates? They're out there. Uh, I think a great resource is the U.S. Small Business Administration. I would go out there to that website and check it out. Now, start there because it has great information, great resources. That, of course, it's the SBA, right? And um, I, I would start there and, and just become familiar with what's out there. It probably has articles and information on whatever you want when it comes to business, but definitely has, it has some business plans and business plan templates that you can use. Uh, now there's also business plan software, which can be kind of, uh, you know, marbles in the head there. You know, it's like, oh, there's so much to choose from, but it's out there. So you would think about, I would start with the uh, SBA site and 
see what's out there and, and just start building with the, the template that's out there available, you know, and uh, start working on it that way. And then um, maybe if you're wanting more, then go out there and, and look for a business plan software. We use a business plan software. I think uh, what it does is that it um, it puts in the numbers for us a lot easier. So it's the numbers thing, the uh, market a- analysis part. But speaking of the market analysis uh, part and the forecasting, financial forecasting and all of that, uh, there's also a great tool that you can use, which is called the Microsoft Power BI, uh, that also uses Microsoft Excel. So for most businesses, people that want to work with data and want to get things outlined, learn Microsoft Excel or Google Sheets. Uh, It's a great tool, great tools to know because from there, you're going to be able to build uh, and use these tools and and think and analyze, right? So uh, even with Microsoft Power BI, I start with the Microsoft Excel. I build spreadsheets. And with the spreadsheets, of course, they can be incorporated into uh, a database, um, all different types of databases. And they're mobile enough to where you can, I mean, really go and build extravagant, wonderful spreadsheets, but then you can also turn them over to other types of data, uh, databases. So you can import them too into different databases. I don't know. Uh, there's a Microsoft Access database that's out there that is really good for tiny or small businesses or even medium-sized businesses. It's a good tool uh, to use. But of course, the Microsoft Excel or the Google Sheets go out there and, and learn uh, that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that later on here in a few minutes. But yeah, definitely uh, do that. I do want to, I want to talk about, I'm going to share a little bit about our, one of our, um, let's go out here. The, um, we did a quick tip. It's uh, out here, how to develop a quick Power BI data analysis. So I want to share a little bit about that. Let me go out there and I'm going to share this screen and I'm going to play some of this, but I also put the link to this, uh, to this video. It's a YouTube video. It's out there on YouTube and pretty much everywhere else, but out there on YouTube. So you can, uh, go and grab it and kind of go through it. It should give you some, some good ideas about what's happening, uh, with a power BI and how to use it. So I'm going to back up a bit on this. All right. From a business plan perspective, your niche market information is key to know. So you're going to first think about your niche market, develop a niche market analysis, and from there, get those numbers in an Excel spreadsheet or uh, Google Sheets. And then from there, take and upload that 
Excel spreadsheet information imported into Microsoft Power BI and perform a great data analysis presentation that you can share and uh, output it into a PDF and all that. So, of course, uh, your business plan revolves around your niche market. So not only will you need a niche market data, so you're going to get that together. Now, the niche market data is not the easiest thing to do. It's not an easy thing to pull together. It um, does require a thought process and a skill set to, you know, think about, well, what is it that we're wanting to present in our data analysis presentation? What is it that we're wanting to say? What is it that we're wanting to analyze and show? But uh, once you get that going and everything, uh, you're wanting to first think about the six uh, important business questions. Uh, who, what, where, when, why, and how. So when you're thinking about that, that those are business questions that you'll just just revolve, revolve answering those questions in your data analysis, uh, pre-getting that together, getting that uh, data analysis documentation together. And then when you're working to develop your plan, your data analysis plan in Power BI, you're still asking the same question, but you're showing it in that Power BI presentation. So let's take a look quickly at the who, what, where, when, why, and how. So let's take a look and think about maybe, for an example, a lawn, lawn and property maintenance business. So once you've built a, the, a great model, a data model, and you have that, then we can do an, an analysis on that. Let's take a look here. You'll need to pull together the demographics. So we talked about that. Now, a great start for getting that demographics information, you can start with the U.S. Census Bureau. They have great information out there. We'll probably have answers to what it is you're wanting as far, as far as the who and the what and the where and doing the analysis on that. So those demographics are available. So for example, let's look at a couple of niche markets that the lawn and property maintenance service would be interested in. So let's say homeowners between the ages of 40 to 75, and that's one niche. And another niche market may be retirees, okay? And both of them want to spend time doing other things. Okay. And both would have an annual income of about $50,000 plus a year. Okay. So that would be another um, part of the niche markets, something that they would have in common. And both would be interested in your services. That's the what part of it, your services that would be interested in your services of year-round yard maintenance. So in the summer, they would be doing grass and, you know, making your lawn beautiful, your yard beautiful. And then in the winter, there could be snow removal. And then uh, also small in-home repairs. So that could be something else, part of the service. That would be what they would be interested in. 
And of course, why? You know, that because they care about their homes. They care about the care of their homes. Okay. Now, where would be, let's say it would be in Kansas, Topeka, Kansas. And the Topeka, Kansas, not so much Topeka, Kansas, just in the city of Topeka, Kansas, but maybe the surrounding the surrounding counties of Topeka, Kansas. So you would have Shawnee uh, County, Jackson County. Yes, there is a Jackson County, Kansas, uh, Jefferson County, Osage County, and uh, Wabasini, Wabasini, Wabasi County as well. Okay, so you would have those four counties. And that would be answering the where. And of course, we talked about the why. Uh, now, the how would be, of course, they would, we talked about that. They would be, they would be making their income, household income would be 50000 plus a year. All right. Okay. So now that we have a foundational model for, the data analysis. Okay, we've come up with a couple of niche markets, and you can have more than one niche market. Then you would pull together the demographics. And we talked about the U.S. Census Bureau having some great de demographic information. So based on what we've done as far as some research, and this is high level, of course, it's just for our example. Uh, say, for instance, there would be, there are 61,744 single housing units, so homes with yards, okay? So out of that, there are households there that uh, are, that have more or income greater than 50,000 a year, that would be 37,850 households. And of that, we've analyzed to include those who are over age 40 or 40 between 40 and 75, this number here, we have decided or we've calculated, done our analysis that 32,107 of those households fit our niche markets. They're retirees between, the, they're also between the ages of 40 and 75. Um, so that uh, and they have uh, an annual income of $50,000 or more a year, okay? So we've identified that, and we put it in a spreadsheet. We have all of our counties. We have Shawnee, Jackson, Jefferson, Osage, and Wabasee County, okay? Now, There are several popular tools that you could use for your data analysis or data analytics. Big data, I'm sure you've heard about the term big data. Um, but we're going to look at uh, Power BI. Now, Power BI is a Microsoft product. You can go out and do a Google search on uh, the Microsoft Power BI. Download it. You would want to go get the desktop. Now, it is free. You don't have Okay, so if you want to check that out, it's out there. 
uh, it, it goes into more detail. This is uh, an actual, it's a quick tip, but it, it's a little bit more detailed and it gets you, gets you going. It gets you into Power BI. That's out there at the ASBNC YouTube channel. And the link is also in the, um, it's also in the, um, in the the area information area on this uh broadcast too so that's out there now you power bi is like i was sharing is just one but it's very it's a very cool tool and i believe it's going to be enough for anyone that wants to put that and use that tool it, it's going it's out there where you can enjoy it you can use it it's you know it's very cost efficient it's uh, not expensive there's a free version of what you're going to do and for most that's going to be it where you know you really won't even have to move to any paid version of power bi uh, but it'll take you a long way a long way so with that, um, that Power BI and the the Power BI gives you a, a business analytics. This is what we were sharing. So you want to do that analytics, that market research. Okay. Now, when it comes to records and information, this is also information that uh, you can have and use, and it will it it's going to be profitable for you moving moving forward. So doing your market research is very, very important. It, now the Power BI, it does aim to um, provide interactive visualization. That's what it does uh, to the business intelligence capabilities uh, it, with that so that you can uh, make sure that you're focusing on what it is that you want to focus on, and then you can be able to present it logically. You can present it to where people, you know, the business investors and in, in your, your teams will uh, see where you are. So it's a great tool. And that uh, video is out there to check out. Now, just, just to know, I'm going to share one other piece out here. I can't go without sharing the truth about business, the truth about anything that I do in life now. And this is one of the best parts about life and living is the word of God. <laughs> so I want to share a scripture. Okay. Now, these are these everyone, you know, you can pick up all kinds of books, right? I have them. I have books. Uh, first Things First, it, that's a good book. You know, I was looking into doing a little bit of something like that today. Um, many great books. But the book that I measure by which others are measured is going to be the Holy Bible. It really is. And it's going to have great wisdom in it. But here, Habakkuk 2 and 2, and we're talking about business plans, right? Now, it says, then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets so that the one who reads it will run. Yeah. So uh, the scripture, King James Version says, like, write the vision and make it plain. 
So when I think about what we're doing with my company, with the company that I associate with, with the teams that I associate with, one one of the measurements that I really look into is, is there a vision? What is it that this company is doing? What is it that this team or department is doing? Is it a common vision? Does everyone know what's going on? And that's something that a business plan will do. It will definitely keep you focused. And of course, your business plan, just as a summary overview here, we're looking at making sure that you have a great executive summary, your business description, you're going to just pour into that and make it happen. These are these are groups. This is information that you're going to have at your hand, at your fingertips to help you think through market strategies, a marketing plan, uh, competitive analysis. That's part of what we were talking about in developing hmm, that we're using the Power BI tool, uh, operations and management plan, financial analysis, design and development plan. So that's the working plan, your decks and what is it that you use to, to make your business happen? So write the vision and make it plain, guys. Write it and make it plain. It, this is making me go <laughs> and check it out myself, right? Go and, and take a look at my business plan and make sure I'm doing what I need to be doing with my business plan. Definitely. Now, uh, when we're talking about business, we, uh, I want to encourage you to support small business, women-owned, and support Black businesses too, or African-American businesses, uh, ethnic businesses, people of color, Spanish-speaking businesses. It just makes for better society. Uh, it makes to where people can just embrace what they do and you get a chance to really get some great goods and services. Uh, the diversity brings uh, diversity, not only within the ethnicity, but the diversity of how the business is done and the different products and the different services. You know, there's some quality, quality people out there doing quality things and support black businesses definitely do that. Now we're coming up here. Uh, this Saturday is going to be the start of, it's a two Saturday time frame. Uh, the business management two, where we're going to be teaching a training advanced Microsoft Excel. So this is this Saturday and the Saturday after. So it, that's kind of how our, our, uh, how some of our classes run. Now, one thing about our training sessions, if there is not a training session out there on the board, contact us anyway. If you're needing any type of spe specific special training, contact ASBNC Training and Consulting. Go out to the website, asbnc.com, and you can schedule a time. We'll you know, call you back a call back time and just a few minutes, we can talk with you about what your training services are. If you're needing to, you don't want to dive in and do your, your business plan, we'll do it for you. 
So there's a service out there where we'll do your business plan, the getting you ready to prepare for your business plan, the market analysis, using the Power BI data, uh, setting it up and getting that data where you can actually use your Power BI. We do that too. So here at ASBNC Training and Consulting, we make it happen when it comes to training and information. Uh, integrated technologies, we have it, have you covered on that too. So any of those special services that you're needing uh, support for, call us. And we'd love to, to work with you, work with you on that. Okay. Super cool. Super cool. We're doing all right. Hmm. And, uh, you know, just keep in mind that, uh, you know, businesses, it's a lifetime, it's a lifetime process. So the get rich quick, you know, of course you want to go ahead and make your money, do what you can. Right. But I think the most important thing is to make sure that uh, you're doing what you enjoy doing and getting an opportunity to do what you enjoy doing on a scale to where others will appreciate what you're doing. You can actually sell what you enjoy doing. That's just a, a super gift. And that's something that I, I'm grateful for too. So just uh, just know that business is a, is a relationship. It's a lifetime relationship with what it is you enjoy doing. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. Definitely do that. And uh, we're going to sign off now, but uh, if the Lord says the same, uh, we'll see you next time. Justice Now. Justice Now. Justice Now.